Welcome to Sailing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Carnal mindedness, which to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. What is to be carnally minded? When uh, a person repents and is baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, the spirit of that person is then circumcised, the body of the sins of the flesh, cut off in the human spirit. Most do not understand that. Then, after a person repents and is baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, then we're born of the Spirit. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's born of the water and the Spirit. When you receive the Holy Ghost, then he that loves God keeps his commandments. Can I have the world and Jesus too? If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It's very plain, explicit, that anyone that loves the world will not make the kingdom of heaven. We say that in the Constitution in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. That is, in Matthew 7, Jesus states, Not all that say unto me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven then requires obedience under righteousness, under holiness. Holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. That's not preached much anymore. We are saved through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Well, not just believe the truth with an intellectual. I said saying, well, we believe Jesus is the Son of God. That is not believing on Jesus. The believe is a Greek word, pisteo, which is stative, not transitive. It's a state of being in glory with Christ in you, the hope of glory. And the Christ in you requires to crucify the flesh with the affections and the lust, mortifying the deeds of the flesh. There's 23 things that bring forth death. We see that in Galatians. <clears throat> and when we do these things, shall not be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. It's very plain. But yet we're told that if you give God $100, he'll give you 1000 It's called the prosperity gospel. Take heed how you hear. We're talking about the word here, the word of God. <clears throat> Take heed how you hear. For the same measure that you meet will be measured to you again. To him that hath shall be given. To him that hath not, not receiving the word, shall be taken away even that which he has. We're not talking about money here. We're talking about coming unto the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ and to a perfect man. We're talking about sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. And that's where the prosperity preachers have missed it. Going to Luke 6.38, Give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure pressed down. Shake it together and running over, shall men given to your bosoms. Well, they take that to be money. But when we take money, mammon, and say that that is God, then we have hewed out an adulterous God. When we say that God will bless you financially with money, yet we find in Sardis that these were poverty. 
chose choosing the poor of this world, rich in faith. They did not have a big bank account. We find even in Hebrews 11, in the hall of faith, that these, the true Christians, that had crucified the flesh with the affections of the lust, dwelt in caves. They didn't know how to have a Hollywood address. They did not have a mansion on the hilltop. They dwelt in caves. They're being clothed with sheepskins and goatskins. They're of whom the world was not worthy. These were the ones that were crucified in their flesh, mortifying the deeds of the flesh that it might please God. <clears throat> God does not call many wise or rich to the gospel. Why? Because their God is already established. They cannot live with them being without money. That's the reason the Lord said, sell that you have. In Matthew 5, 6, and 7, as well as the gospel according to Luke, in the Synoptic Gospels, we find that Jesus said, sell that you have. Provide for yourself treasures in the heavens where moths do not corrupt and thieves do not break through and steal. For where your heart is, there will your treasures. There's your heart also. The heart has to be a heart for God. David was a man after God's own heart. And God tried the reins of the heart. If it's money driven for prosperity, the things of this world that we covet after, the things of this life in this world, then we find that we have set our affections on the things beneath, not on the things above. The things above are the things that are not seen. These are eternal the things which are seen are temporal. And that's where many say, well, when you come to our church, then God will bless you, <clears throat> not with spiritual blessings, but financial blessings as well. God never promised that. Matter of fact, he said, sell that you have and give alms, offerings. What? Just like the rich young ruler. He told him, there, whenever he met the Lord Jesus, the rich young ruler said, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Jesus stated, keep the commandments. And he said, which ones? And Jesus, quote, uh, line to your father and mother, you know, and did I steal, etc." and quoted there. And he said, all these I've kept from my youth up. He patted himself on the back in obedience to what he thought the flesh was crucified. But Jesus stated, one thing thou lackest. What could he lack? All these he stated he kept from his youth up. But what he had negated to follow was the crucifixion of the flesh. The cross of Jesus, that Jesus warned anyone that comes after him. Any man come after me, let him first deny himself. Pick up his cross and follow me. Well, that's a crucified life. <clears throat> not doing your own will, but the will of God. Any person that does not do the will of God, though they believe and have been born again, but do not follow the leading of the Holy Ghost and doing the will of God, will not have access to the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 7, 
verse 22, 23 on, Jesus stated, not all that say unto me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. What? No man could call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 12. Not only have they been born again, but they have the revelation that Jesus is the Father revealed. The Son of God is the Father revealed. As Jesus stated, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The words that I speak, I speak not of myself. The Father that dwelleth in me houses permanently in me. He's the one doing the works. There, Jesus stated, these in Matthew 7, in the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the greatest message ever preached by the Lord himself, stated that if we did not do the will of God, even though we had the Holy Ghost and born again, but if we did not follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, called iniquity, and iniquity in the last days will abound, the love of many will wax cold. We're finding uh, that the worldly ways, saying that God loves everybody, not realizing that God is angry with the wicked every day. And the Lord requires obedience under righteousness in Romans 6. But this is not taught. They end there over the ways of death. It's carnal mind in this. We set our affections on the things below is idolatry. The law, Paul said, thou shalt not covet. Because if the law had said thou shalt not covet, Paul said I would not have known idolatry. Idolatry is setting our heart on the things beneath, not on the things above. Very, very few do that. That's the reason Jesus stated that strive to enter in at the straight gate. Straight is the gate and there the way to lead the life. You there be to find it. But why does the gate and broad is the way that leadeth unto destruction? Many there be that go in thereat. That's pretty plain. Why? Because to be carly minded is to have the Holy Ghost, but not obey it. It's called iniquity, lawlessness, not obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost. How do we know the will of God and how do we do it? Paul states that also. Jesus said, you will, will obey me. And that is, be you therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Perfection is required, but that's not preached anymore. We are called to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and to a perfect man, doing the will of God, accomplishing the testimony of Jesus in our lives under perfection. And how do you do that? Well, Romans 6 says, to whosoever you yield your members as servants to obey, him are you the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, that is iniquity, or by leading of the Holy Ghost, obedience under righteousness, which yields the peaceable fruits of holiness. These great and precious promises given to us, whereby we're made partakers of his divine nature through obedience and escape the corruption of the world through lust. Peter tells us that in his epistle. Well, how do we know to do the will of God? It requires obedience. Not having a house or a jet airplane or the things of this world to prove our ministries, which is a bald-faced lie. Many will think they have heaven made, 
believing that Jesus is the Son of God, but never obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost. Or that if you suffer with him, you will reign with him. And they're heirs of Christ, joint heirs with Christ. And then if it be that you suffer with him, because tribulation, trouble, worketh patience. Patience worketh experience, and experience worketh hope. Neighbor, there's no other way to get in except mortifying the deeds of the flesh. You live after the flesh, you will die. But you live after the spirit of obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, you shall live. How do we know? Paul stated there in Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, the mind of Christ. Why? That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you is. Neighbor, do you know the call of God in your life? Are you in obedience unto righteousness in doing it? Will you be able to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant? You have done the will of God, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. But many, thinking they have heaven made, even working in the gifts of the Holy Ghost, even as they stated to Jesus in Matthew 7, Lord, we've done many wonderful works in your name. In your name, we've cast out devils. In your name, we prophesied. But Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Iniquity, lawlessness, not being led of the Holy Ghost in obedience unto righteousness. That's the true gospel. Not this money grabbing, this these uh, uh, preachers that make with great swelling words, make merchandise of you. Well, we need to get down the rope. We need to preach. Here at DBM, there at Dennis Spirit Ministries, we've made many trips to Africa, Ghana, Kenya, nine nations over there. We have over a thousand ministers. But this was literally supplied by the Lord God Almighty. We never said, come to our church and you're going to get a Cadillac or a Lincoln or a Maserati, Lamborghinis and million-dollar homes and jet airplanes. That's a straight-out lie. And the ministers that do that have literally sacrificed their souls upon the altar of the world, not crucifying upon the altar of Christ. So we need to take heed to ourselves and examine ourselves to see whether we be in the faith lest we be reprobate. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, many in that day, because they believe the lies that you give God a dollar, he'll give you ten back. You give God a hundred, he'll give you a thousand. You give a thousand dollar offering, oh my, you're going to get in the blessings of God. These are all lies. What do you do then? Well, the true word of God, Luke tells us, same way in Matthew 6, sell that you have, give alms. Somebody said, that's a hard thing, Brother Beard. We've done it. God supplied our needs. Our ministers here have done it. God supplied the needs. Are we asking you to do it? No, absolutely not. You do whatever the Holy Ghost leads you to do. If God tells you to do it and you see it in the word of God, he deals with you, then do it. But don't do it 
because someone tells you to. Do it because of the leading of the Holy Ghost. There's different seasons in everyone's life. You have to obey whatever the leading of the Holy Ghost is in whatever season you're in in your life. The newborn babes, they desire them sincere. Milk of the word, they may grow thereby. Well, they have to get into the word, the milk of the word. They can't receive the milk yet. I mean the meat yet. They're on the milk. They're unskillful in the word of righteousness. When a person there in Israel married, the first year they didn't go to war. They were not in the warfare. But as we grow in the Lord Jesus Christ, he expects obedience. That obedience is uh, an obedience to the scriptures. He that loveth God keepeth his commandments and they're not grievous. He states there that do the will of God. You work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Why? That you do the will of God that you may prove what's that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you is. That's how you work out your own salvation with fear and trembling because it's God that worketh in you. Not some pastor telling you to sell or give or make large offerings and through these great swelling words of man's wisdom, making merchandise of you. It's not the leading of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will have you crucify the flesh with the affections, the less mortifying the deeds of the flesh. So you'll be pleasing unto God to do his will. Now, we ask you to pray for the DBM ministry here. We, you see, we're in a new office. Uh, we have made some transitions. And during this time, uh, you can see I have my arm in a sling. Uh, I had a accident and hurt the shoulder, but it'll be fine. Our Lord God will heal. Many of the afflictions of the righteous. God delivered them out of them all. He's the Lord that God that heals you, Jehovah Rovika. He's the Lord God that saves and provides, Jehovah Yireh. He is our Lord God Almighty, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He is the mighty God. Well, neighbor, let's do the will of God. There, if you feel that of God, join us, and the Lord will bless you in the word Growing up into him in all things in spiritual truth, not of the things of the world, which are temporal, but the things of God, which are eternal. Well, neighbor, we ask you there to contact us. Let us know you're standing with us. My email is sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever he has said, the word of God he has exalted his word above, magnified his word above his own name. The exaltation of Jesus is above the heavens. And to receive that gift of the Holy Ghost and obedience under righteousness, you have access to the kingdom of heaven only by doing the will and purpose of God in your life. And that's a quest for life. Find the will of God and do it. <clears throat> Just as Jesus told us, and as well as the apostles. By doing that, you will have a, an assurance of the hope that is set before us because you have added to your faith virtue. You've been, you've been honest with God in your heart. Your motives have been real in God, virtuous. 
can add to your virtue, knowledge. How people perish for lack of knowledge, but you'll have the knowledge of God. And then to add to knowledge, temperance. That is, self-control in the spirit. Those that strive for the mastery must be temperate or self-controlled in all things, ruling well his spirit. Temperance, patience. There, that if you've done the will of God, we have all have need of patience. That will receive a full reward. And then patience, godliness, the God life. And that godliness is the God life. We don't stop there. And then the godliness, we add brotherly kindness. And we so fulfill the law of Christ, bearing one another's burdens, seeking not ours, but that which is another's. Not trying to get rich. Those that will be rich fall into many hurtful lusts and diverse temptations. Don't be deceived by that. There, the final step in the glory of God is adding to brotherly kindness, charity. Charity is not love. It's the love of God based in doing His will. must do the will of God. That's charity. That's the reason charity will cover a multitude of sins. That's the reason charity is perfection. That's the reason of charity is the bond or guarantee of perfectness. There you have the keys to the kingdom. It's the Christ in you, the hope of glory. Not going after the things of this world, but the things of God. Be pleasing unto him, sanctified holy, both spirit, soul, and body. Then the Lord there will lift you up. You'll be pleasing unto him, and you will grow up and into him in all things and all truth. The Holy Ghost given to you to lead you and guide you there. Well, neighbor, contact me. Let's work together. Sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org is my email address. Some of you have emailing, and we're getting back to you. If God moves on you, send an offering, and uh, therefore, not for cars, lands, houses, but that God wish above all things that I may prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospered. For there, the money is that to be used to buy jet airplanes, cars, lands. It's to lift up the name of Jesus. We have spent over millions of dollars going to Africa. Over a thousand ministers there that have come out of Trinity into the one God message. Sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. These are the ones that whatever offering goes for, make sure it's planted in good soil, that it's for the gospel of Jesus Christ, not to be heaped up on, upon their own flesh. There, we want to, we want to admonish you. Follow the true Jesus, the true God and eternal life, the wonderful counsel of the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and God will be pleased with you, and you'll have entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Well, Join us on our websites, DennisBeard.org, SealingGodsPeople.org, SealingGodsPeople.com, JCIC.tv. Download our app, Sealing God's People, for our daily podcast, focusing upon these truths that are in the Word of God to be the literal Word of God. The Theranutus, the God-breathed Word of God. In obedience, God will lift you up and you will live in his sight. We are in the last of the last days. We're seeing that evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse. There, lift up your eyes for your redemption draws nigh. Until the next time, 
This is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.